This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. Let's get right to I want to get right to the Brexit, which, by the way, not a big fan of that name, but whatever. So my brother lives in London, and I texted him yesterday to find out his thoughts on it. But he has a two-day-old so and a two-year-old, so I he hasn't gotten back to me. He's kind of busy. But I'll let you know what he says when <laughs> when he's not busy in 25 years. But no, no, no insight from him. And I'll be honest, I, we never talked about it because no one thought it would happen. And even when the results were coming in, they didn't think it was going to happen. And then even when it happened, they didn't think it happened. Here's my deal and my my initial reaction. And I'm just kind of confused at this point with the, what I'm looking at overreaction from people flipping out is uh, I am always for freedom, independence, and sovereignty. Freedom, independence, and sovereignty. That's what this is. So that's my original foundation. That That's my starting point. If you want to give up some independence and sovereignty, you have to tell me why that's good. Does that make sense? It's not on me to tell you why independence and sovereignty is good. We know it is. It's The onus is on the EU to say why it's better to give some of that up. And clearly they haven't done that. Do you know the president of the EU? His name is Jean-Claude Juncker. He's been the president the last few years. President of over 500 million people. 500 million people. Do you know how he was elected? A bit of a trick question. He wasn't. 13 commissioners, commissioners went into a room and appointed him. So the people of Europe did not hire him and the people of Europe cannot fire him. Why is this good? Who who thinks this is a good thing? Who I don't I don't understand people Again, people were freaking out about this as if it's the end of the world when I don't even know why the EU is good. Here, think about it like this. Cuz we tend to romanticize Europe over here in America. Especially on the left. They think Europe is great and wonderful and we need to be more like it. Imagine if there was a American Union, meaning North America and South America. Okay, there's a North American and South American Union. And the capital of it was in Belize. And different representatives from different areas appointed a president of this new union out of Belize. And he dictates, you know, how your business, uh, and how much, how much electricity your business can use, uh, when it manufactures, like what? Like, no, I don't, I don't want someone in Belize to make any rules based on that. that I have to follow. It's crazy. So why would people in, in London want that? 
out of Brussels. And why do we romanticize that here in America? All right, a couple other things. Massive rebuke to Obama, of course. It wouldn't be necessarily, but it is because he threw himself in the mix in the first place, and he didn't need to. He urged people there not to vote to leave, and he warned them. He he told the British people that if they leave, they're going to be moved to the back of the queue when it comes to trade with us, which is absurd. Move to the back of the line? What are you doing? That obviously didn't go over well. This is Andrew Roberts, British historian. He said, surely, surely, this is an issue on which the British people and they alone have the right to decide without the intervention of President Obama, who adopted his haughtiest professorial manner when lecturing us to stay in the EU before making the naked threat that we would be sent to the back of the queue in any future trade deals if we had the temerity to vote to leave. Was my country at the back of the line when Winston Churchill promised in 1941 that in the event of a Japanese attack on the U.S., a British declaration of war on Japan would be made within the hour? Were we at the back of the line on 9-11? Or do we step forward immediately and instinctively as the very first of your allies to contribute troops to join you in the expulsion of the Taliban in Afghanistan? Or in Iraq two years later, was it the French or the Germans or the Belgians who stood and fought and bled alongside you? Whatever views you might have over the rights or wrongs of that war, no one can deny that Britain was in its accustomed place at the front of the line, in the firing line. So it is not right for President Obama now to threaten to send us to the back of the line. What an absurd thing to say from our president. That, that should go up there with um, the police acted stupidly. Right, remember that way in the beginning of his term? Here we are way at the end of his term, and he says something dumb like that. What the heck? And it doesn't even make any sense. Everyone's talking about the new problems that are going to come about with trade because of the Brexit. Why? What, what did they do in 1991 before the EU? I'm sure they traded with each other, so why can't they still trade now? And why can't we still trade with London? Like, that's, I don't understand the problem. All right, uh, last point for this segment, then I want to bring it home to America. Well, this will be a good segue to that, actually. So this is uh, a British guy in Vanity Fair, right? Because everyone's talking about why. How could this have happened? Actually, only the elite worded like that. Like, what happened? Oh, my, how did this happen? That's, that's the elite talking. It's the immigration, stupid. That's the reason that Britain has voted to leave the EU. Trump's antenna is attuned to what's going on in the minds of his people, even if they may be Brits. According to one poll, check this out, immigration was listed as the priority of only 14% of those who wanted to remain in in the EU. But among those who wanted to leave, 52% said it was their priority. Those images of Syrian refugees streaming north throughout last year and the attacks in Paris probably made all the difference between Cameron winning and losing the vote. Think of that. Those who wanted to stay, immigration is not a big concern. But those who wanted to leave, it was the biggest concern. And that's why... One reason why, and we'll talk about this in the next segment, that's one reason why the elites, the media, and all the rest, 
didn't see this coming and don't understand it. Because again, just like here in America, they're like, yeah, immigrants, party, the more, the more the merrier. And everyone else is saying, whoa, hold on. And not not in a, in a no, deport everyone way, but just in a, hey, whoa, can we just hold on for a second here while we figure out what's happening? Can we just, because in England, they're a couple years ahead of us. No, oh, by the way, I should say this too. When they say immigration, when British people say immigration, they don't mean there's too many Dutch people moving to England. They're they're not they're like whoa 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 way too many Italians here I we can't too many Polish people I don't I like kielbasa as much as the next guy but there's way that's not what they're talking about they're talking about Muslims no, they're talking about Middle Eastern immigrants and way more than here I mean here in America Muslims are only about one percent of the population right growing but like almost nothing England is way bigger and twenty five percent of them believe in Sharia law okay so so big problem. In England, they're way ahead of us on this, although we're catching up quickly. And that's why 52% are seeing their culture evaporating. And that's what I want to talk about in the next segment, because the people who are against leaving are calling the people who voted to leave nationalists, but, but in a negative way, it's a slur. It's like what Hitler was, right? He was a nationalist. But George Orwell wrote about the difference between nationalism and patriotism, and this is a very important difference. But one last point here, just to prove that this was about immigration, the mayor of London, who is Muslim, the first Muslim mayor of a Western city, wrote this long Facebook message the day after the vote, talking about immigration and saying, hey, immigrants all over the you come to London, right? We love immigrants. Immigrants are amazing here, blah, 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 blah. Why would he write that if it wasn't about immigration? Clearly it is. That's what that was about in England. And dare I say, that's what this election is going to be about here in America as well. Throw in a terrorist attack or two in the meantime, and there you go. You got Trump in a landslide. And you will have the people in the media here just as gobsmacked, just as flabbergasted as over there. Because the people in the media over there, they don't know anyone who wanted to vote to leave. And the people in the media here, they don't know anyone who likes Trump. That's why they can't fathom it. But they'll be in for quite a surprise. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.